Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. Okay, welcome back to season six. Once again, Mm. we're so thrilled to have you guys here. We're going to start off today like we do every single episode with a review from one of you. Keep them coming, guys. Yeah. It's been so awesome. We just keep seeing new reviews reviews roll in, and it really helps other people to find us. Brings us a lot of hope, too. So we just really appreciate those of you that have just taken the time to do this. Uh, This one is from V underscore Higgins. It says, knowledge is power. I feel so thankful for finding this podcast. I'm in a place where my marriage looks as if it will likely end. I have been spiraling for months in my sadness, anger, and rejection. My husband is walking a different journey than me and is okay with violating the boundaries of our marriage and taking little ownership of it. Hearing Lisa speak her truth through season five hit me in the darkest parts of my soul. It is all things I'm feeling and experiencing. I even reached out about marriage coaching and she continued to have sound advice. I'm learning I just need to surrender, which oddly enough, is the most recent episode and exactly what I need to do. I have to realize to just surrender and let go of what I can't control. I need to live my truth, love myself as God does, and just walk my journey with Jesus. I can't base my worth on the response of how someone does or doesn't treat me. Thanks for providing the knowledge I need in every episode to be a better version of me and heal. So much wisdom and hard truths in that particular review we thank you for just pouring out you know really like the hardest part of your life in those moments and i just um, we get so many of those reviews that are just i know gut-wrenching to even write so i think it's just powerful to share the wisdom you're learning oh yeah. yeah so thank you thank you thank you for that speaking of you know this aspect. of wisdom oh, i don't know <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, always with my i laughed like this last week that i said side effects and you were like you you are your own side effects i was like yeah. thanks baby it's sound effects <laughs> i know it is oh, okay. so i'm laughing at myself <laughs> i like how you don't think i know you're like baby you said it again <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> Thanks, boo. (laughs) So we have specifically done, you know, this chronological, you know, series starting at episode 80 of our story and just Mm. kind of going through different aspects of healing in a marriage. And, you know, we've kind of continued to just allow a lot of what we hear as feedback from you all. Yeah. DMs, comments, all these things to kind of recognize where there might be some gaps that we need Mm -hmm. to just address a little bit further or even in coaching, a lot of stuff that comes up still in coaching and when we address a lot. So I told Brad today I was going to do turntables on him. (laughs) Oh, wow. The turntables have turned. (laughs) I'm not saying that wrong. That's an office reference. (laughs) I don't think it's office, is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, I thought it was a different. I I thought that there was another show. We're going to find out. It was another show that probably was quoting The Office. But it's it's for sure from The Office. Okay. Because if you're wrong, somebody's going to tell us. Oh, I know. 100%. <laughs> I, I know. We always hear if we, if we do something wrong, we always hear it. We love y'all. We love y'all. Keep it coming. We want the reality. So, No, but I think, you know, we did a specific episode called Mindset and Moving Forward, which addressed some of the things we're going to talk about today. Yeah. 
And so please go back and listen to that if you haven't, or if you want just kind of a further explanation. But we wanted to dig into a little bit more of this aspect of people are always just like, okay, yeah, we're supposed to move forward and we're supposed to have like, you know, change our mindset and perspective, but how? Like, and it's just always just like this very big, and and we get it. Like, this is the big, this is the big jump, right? From knowing what you should do to having some actionable steps that you're taking to move where you really want to be. Yeah. Are you adjusted now, baby? I feel like the last couple ep- couple episodes we've done. I'm sorry. Brad, for the first 10 minutes, is just over there adjusting his mic. Like, that's what he's doing for the first 10 minutes. Um, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just, I feel like I just got to get in a groove. I don't know. The past couple of times, it's just felt like I'm not, you know. You're not in it yet? From I'm, I'm From now comfy. on. You're going to have to come in here like 10 minutes before. No, 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 no. It's the dumb camera. Okay. Per- See, the camera's on me now. And so now I'm like, okay, wait. <laughs> We've, oh, I'm definitely going to post that on Instagram. Just you doing the little. Oh, gosh. Hey, guys, insecurities uh, is also a, a thing. We've had an episode on <laughs> We've that, had an episode right? on Or was that too. on the other I think we've talked about it at various Podcasted times. Them. This is going to be the other five gajillion various episode topics that come up on, I know. on this episode. I know. So when you brought this up, you've brought this up multiple times to do this episode. And I know why. It's recent comments and DMs that we've gotten. But I don't listen. Like, believe it or not, people that are listening that just started listening to us, I don't listen to our episodes. Because it's something I need to get over. I know it goes back into, you know, we've, we've talked about this before, but I'm very critical of myself, not necessarily other people, just myself. So I don't like to listen to other episodes. So I just leave them. So you kept bringing this up and I'm like, we've thought we've done this before, but then you brought up, you know, the episode you're talking about what mindset mindset moving forward. And we talk about a little bit, but you have more now that you kind of want to Yeah, dig into a little bit because I think, you know, yes, we understand and we've clarified that the reality is, is, you know, really the battle is won or lost in the mind. Absolutely. In In almost every area. Yeah. And so what does that look like? And, you know, what does it mean when we're saying, okay, your battle is won or lost in the mind and we know that your perspective, Mm -hmm. your mindset can change everything. Yeah, You know, that you really are, and Craig Rochelle, I think we mentioned this on that last episode, was that you're moving in the direction of your strongest thought. Yeah, And, I mean, that is a powerful statement to think about because if you're thinking, man, I'm moving in this direction, either in a good direction or Mm -hmm. a negative one, it's it's big. But um, I want to kind of go over several things because I think this aspect of healing – and or moving forward or growing Mm -hmm. and really just in every area this is such a a big big key factor is learning how to take those thoughts captive so one big verse Mm -hmm. we talk about a lot and one that you and i have committed to memory is second corinthians 10 3 through 5 so i really want to encourage anyone who's listening to this episode today we always give challenges at the end. I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you a. I'm gonna give a pre-challenge. We've asked you guys to memorize scriptures before, yeah. And we've even brought up this verse before, but I think oh, this yeah. one is such a powerful verse in your Christian walk and in your thought life. Just talking about how God has given you the ability to take every thought captive, mm-hmm. and I think why not put this in your arsenal when it comes to being able yeah. to 
really recognize like God has given you some tools to use in this area. He has not just left you wandering Mm -hmm. and unable to do anything with the thoughts that come to your mind. Yeah. That's all he is. I I thought you were going to give a challenge. That is the challenge. Memorize, oh, memorize Second okay. Corinthians ten. It complements. I think it complements the scripture when Jesus is talking about if you've already thought this, you've committed it, right? And mm-hmm. I've talked about that in my in my story. That was the scripture that I skewed when I was doing all my things. Right? right. It was. It was. Um, I've already thought about it, so I've already done it. So might as well just do it, right? So this, you know, First Corinthians 10, ten three to five is I I feels a complimentary to that because God throws down Jesus throws down this like monster, you know, mic drop. Right? If you've already thought it, you've already done it, mm-hmm. and it's like you know the crowd's like, what? Like, are you kidding me? And then you know, as I mean, this is not in Corinthians. This is you know the Sermon on the Mount when he talks about this, but you know, fast forward to this Corinthians and now you're reading, like you can take your thoughts captive mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's the dying to self that's been talked about multiple times in the Bible, but it's all those things where we're human. We're, we're prone to failure. We will fall to flesh, right? We will do all these things. So if a thought pops in my head, it's, it's not what's in what's in me in me you know it can be mm-hmm. if you let it begin but if it's a thought i don't want to pop in my head it's not necessarily like inside of me like that's what i dwell on you know mm-hmm. all the time but you you have to change the channel yeah right so i i'm gonna give just what i what i feel like is a, has helped me a lot when it comes to in my healing journey mm-hmm. and learning to take every thought captive, because I think this is so key. We can get really caught up, especially when we're dealing with fear mm-hmm. and insecurities um, and triggers into your thought life. And man, you know, for anyone who I walk with through coaching, we talk a yeah. lot about this and some of us have a slide directly down into the ditch, if you will, in our yeah. brain, you know, it's like this thought comes in our head and it's like, you don't even have like a, a point one seconds no. before you're just like all the way down, yeah, all the way down the slide. And so, you know, really there's this reality that you have to create some checkpoints to help you learn to not only not dive down the slide, Mm -hmm. but also to begin to dig a new trench, right? In truth and rooted in truth. So for me, that has been this, I I turned into a really visual person during everything with us. I don't think I needed visual pictures before, but for some reason now, especially visuals mean a lot to me and they stick in my brain. And I think it's because the reality is, is that when you're going through so much, your brain literally is just struggling it's like in survival mode yeah and so there's this reality of like i needed an aspect of something else to help me remember so i had this visual in my head i won't even get into too many details about it because y'all gonna be like okay lisa but (laughs) 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 no because i I laugh at myself because like this is how much of a visual person i am that i literally have this visual of like this tiny person in my brain (laughs) Is it you? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not even you. No. Some other little tiny person in your brain. That's why I wasn't going to say it. And now you made me say it. Uh, you, you made me you talk gave, about peeing last yes, week. Yes, that's so. true. But this is what I have in my brain of like 
yeah. this visual I needed. It was like this little little person who's like scooping one shovel full from a new tunnel and and actually putting it into this old tunnel that I knew was taking or tr- me down. A trench. trench. You say trenches. You I say do. trench, not tunnel. Yeah. I got this visual in my head now and I'm all Like a little minor man? <laughs> yes. The little hat and the light? <laughs> I cannot believe I'm saying a lot of these things out loud right now, honestly. So <laughs> for me, it helped me to understand because in this process of, you know, in this, the reality, more of the scientific aspect is you're having to build this new neural pathway. Mm-hmm. For me, it helped to just think of this as this trench. Yeah. And and because I needed to have the reminder that every shovelful mattered. Mm-hmm. And there were some times where I dumped that thing right back into my face, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think for me, it was knowing like, okay, I I had to know truth. And we've talked about that before. Like mm-hmm. knowing truth, right? There is this absolute truth. And that absolute truth is from God. The enemy is going to align himself as closely to truth as Mm -hmm. possible so you can be deceived. And when we have triggers too, it's, man, it's an intense moment of like a psychological response, physiological response that's just like, boom, this is where I go. And so it takes training. It takes time. There's going to, and so every shovel full matters. That's what really helped me. It does. Right now, I'm just having a hard time. Right now. I know you are. Because all I'm thinking is, of this, this, is <laughs> what is it? Is it uh, the seven dwarfs? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, are we allowed to say that anymore? <laughs> that is, a, that is the movie. I know. Well, it's what? Sleeping Beauty? Is it Sleeping no, Beauty? it's Snow White. Snow White. Dwarfs. I don't yeah. know my Disney movies. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I know, but I'm, I don't know. It, whatever. So now you're just thinking that's of what someone I'm picturing. In my, okay, first of all, that's not always supposed to be the focus. And of this you know how they do the song while they're going no, to work? That's not what's yeah, happening that's in my brain. That's all I'm thinking. That's not what's happening in my brain. You don't have to have a visual, <laughs> an actual visual of a person in your brain. It's fine. <clears throat> For me, it helped me to have like a tangible image in my head, if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go to you. Well, that's what I've been waiting for this because, you know, what was it, dinner like two nights ago? You're like, we're going to talk about this and I'm going to flip it. And I was like, okay. I like doing that too. I don't like to give you too much warning. A lot of times I give you none. But but (laughs) this is what's funny. I actually had this conversation just this past week with someone saying Mm -hmm. that a lot of times the first time we ever talk about something is on an episode. Oh, yeah. People. Listen, I don't have time to do like, let's practice what we're going to do. I don't have time for that. Okay. (laughs) We live busy lives. Yeah. So when it's time to record, just give us the topic. And and but I mean, even down to this very interesting, like this topic of compartmentalization that we did a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, we had never had a conversation about that until we were sitting here and Mm -hmm. talking about it. There are aspects of life that we've been able to see and how it plays out. But a lot of times we're having these conversations. You are literally getting firsthand exactly us talking through. That's why sometimes I say something. I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Let me go back a second. And same with me, you know, because we literally are really discussing it for the first time, which I think is it's why a lot of times you guys can recognize that things are very raw with us because. Mm -hmm. That's the reality is we're just giving you exactly 
as we're talking about it yeah. for many times for the first time, mm-hmm. what what really is so what has is helped it? us. So okay, so for me, a lot of my healing and you know, this aspect of mindset and perspective mm-hmm. shift has all been around healing, right? Yeah. And I needed that regardless of whether our marriage was gonna mm-hmm. come together and work or not. But for you, you had a whole other side of, of mindset and taking thoughts captive and navigating what that looked like and the tools that you use. I'm assuming since you laugh so hard at me, you don't mm. have a little I don't person have seven little head. dudes now, in my head. Never said seven. You said I, seven. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> and for some reason now they're dancing and that's also not accurate. Okay. For those of you who now... Go ahead. Send me all the gifts and yeah. all the memes. Go ahead. Just shower yeah. me with your love this next week. But um, I really want to be able to, for you to kind of think through and process what that looks like for you as you've navigated your own healing and mm. also how the enemy has attacked you in certain areas and, and mm. how you've had to learn and handle that. And this aspect too of just, you know, really allowing God to work in your life has taken some huge monumental steps, really, and and especially in your thought life. So that's a lot. Tell us tell us all your deep thoughts, <laughs> baby. I guess I don't know. I don't know like what like how I ha- how I took thoughts captive or what exactly Yeah, you, you can know, start how there. I, I mean when handle, we first when we first came back together i mean there there was clearly so many things that were still going on that you were battling and you've talked about that with you know this idea of this you know really the reality that your part of your life was still in this other world and having to learn to pull back from all those things that you had been doing and walk away from all those things and step fully into what god wanted you to do so what did that process look like for you how did you navigate that how what steps did you take to finally be able to say like, okay, I, that part of my life is done. Hmm. Man, I wish like, I know there's so many people, you know, on the edge of their seat, like what, you know, all right, here's the steps. Let me get my pen out and Mm. start. Is my, is my spouse doing these things? I'm finally going to know. (laughs) And I don't, I don't know. There were some aspects of what I left. I left. Right. I never, you know, it was, you know, stopped and I walked away. But the stuff that lingered, I mean, man, I sound like a broken record because the biggest thing I did was really just was just focus on God. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I just saw this thing uh, the other day and these this I don't know, this guy was basically this marriage was splitting up. And uh, they wouldn't give a reason why. And, you know, they were, they were influenced. They would give a reason why. And the guy was like, you know, I just have, it's not her fault. I just have a lot of things I got to work on in mm-hmm. myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, well, I mean, shut up. <laughs> right? I don't care how many people follow you. You sound like an idiot when you say that. You, you do. Right? We all have things constantly we have to work on in our own lives. You should be working on things in your own <laughs> if life. If you're listening to this and you're like, no, nah, I'm good. You're not good. Mm-mm. You should be continuing to work on something in your life, period. So, you know, walking away from a marriage, you know, quote unquote, because I have to work on myself. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because I had, we've, 
we decided to stay together. We decided to move forward. We decided to do all these things while I was broken and, you know, ugly or however you want to put it. But while I was like that, we decided we're going to do this. You know, even though, you know, yes, God forgave me. Yes, all these things happened, but it was the moving on from that and moving on from that, those months. Mm -hmm. And, and we've talked about detoxing and things like that. You know, at first I didn't really have a lot of thoughts I needed to take captive. It was more of just the, you know, just moving forward. Right. It, it, it does go into that compartmentalization side of it where it was like, okay, I'm choosing to not do these things. So these things are gone and I'm not going to think about them. And then I'm going to move forward. I will say though, th- the biggest thing I did was really get into God's word and, and learn the tools. Like, you know, started memorizing verses. That was a big deal for me. And I've talked about this multiple times before I know I have, but I started memorizing verses and not just memorizing like just random verses. It was when I was reading and I'm like, I want that verse. I want that verse. I want to know that verse because when I do get tempted to step out of line to do, and listen, I was never, I want to get this clear because of what I just said. I was never tempted to step out on my marriage again. Like that never, that was never a temptation for me. There was things that would pop up in my life though that were, you know, and I knew the road that they would lead down, mm-hmm. right? But it's like trying to get as close to the fire without touching it kind mm-hmm. of deal. And so I wanted scriptures, you know, Jesus fought temptation through scripture. Yes. Yeah. What? Shocker. You taking Jesus at his word and example? <laughs> Shocker if you don't know that Jesus was tempted. Right. And it, mm-hmm. it specifically talks about this when he was fasting, um, you know, for an extended amount of time that he was tempted by Satan himself, all these things. Right. And it's really interesting to get in that story. But the biggest thing he did was he knew scripture so well that he was quoting the Old Testament. He knew scripture so well that when Satan tried to throw scripture at him, he's like, no, you're wrong. This is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be able to do that. I wanted to fight temptations with scripture. I wanted to fight thoughts that would come in my head with scripture. Like that was the biggest thing I really did. Now let's go a little deeper, right? That was years ago. Got good at it, right? Just like you talked about the training piece of it. Mm -hmm. The more you do it, the more you get in God's word, the more you do all these things, the more that it's not necessarily that it goes away, but it kind of does. It's like distancing yourself from it. Mm-hmm. right the more that that just keeps going and going and going it's gone and and you're not dealing with it anymore and it could take a long time it could be a you know quote unquote a short period of time but it could take a long time but at some point like i'm not tempted to do any of those things that i did before at all you know it never creeps back up in my head where i'm like oh man you know i, I gotta i gotta you know I got to open up the Bible. I got to, you know, I got to call someone. I got to talk to him. I don't have that anymore. Not saying I'm immune to that Mm -hmm. at all. You know, you never get like, (laughs) you know. It's because you've immersed yourself so much in those places. And I'm still, you know, I'm still around like secular world. Mm -hmm. It's not that I've excluded myself and put myself in a bubble. I don't think that that's 
healthy and I know I'm getting on a like a little tangent. It's okay, baby. Take but if I want to share the gospel with people, I don't want to just share the gospel with Christians. Like I want to share the gospel. Right. And that doesn't mean I'm going out doing shots with people and doing all these. That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm a lot of my close friends. They're teetering mm-hmm. on, on being Christians and not being Christians or they're kind of a Christian, right? You know, it's like the kind of pregnant thing sort of, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, But they are teetering. So I want to be there. And I want to show them like, no, you can do this. You can be who you are. You could be who God made you and you could still be a strong Christian, all these things. Mm-hmm. Right. But saying all that <clears throat> fast forwarding to, I would say now, right. I don't know if you were even getting to this. I don't even know if you know where I'm going. I know where you're going. <sighs> I'd say even now, like it's been tough, not recently, but so not recently in like the past week, right? Mm-hmm. But just recently in like months, mm-hmm. right? It's been tough sexually. And I don't know why. Don't have any idea why. I'm a normal, healthy male. So all, everyone knows that. I'm a normal, healthy male. And I am attracted to my wife all day. She knows it <laughs> all day. I love everything about you but yeah just within the past few months it's been something that i've had to deal with and it's not necessarily thoughts that have come into my head but it's almost like like shame again mm-hmm. you know and i don't i don't even know if that's the right word for it at all but it's almost to that point where and then i get to where you know then i get in my own head And I'm like, oh, no. Like, you know, I go down that rabbit hole. Like, oh, what's Lisa thinking now? You know, am I falling back into my, you know, old ways, quote unquote? Am I doing these things again? Am I, you know, all these things that just start flooding through my head and they're all untrue. They're all untrue. I'm, I try to be exactly who we say we are. Like, I'm not two-faced i'm not a hypocrite like i struggle in areas i i do better in other areas like i'm i'm open right i don't have secrets and then things pop up and i'm like what is my problem you know and it's so it's been interesting and how to take those thoughts captive and i wrestle with that i don't dwell on it and it's not something that i'm like thinking about other people at all it's more of the thinking about what I did and it's weird cause it's affecting me now. And you would think that would affect me, you know, how many years ago now you think that would have affected me in 2012. You think that would have affected me in 2013. You know, you think those things would have affected me then. And now fast forward to 23 and now all of a sudden that's, that stuff's affecting me and I'm still walking through it mm-hmm. and it sucks. It sucks so bad because the last thing I want is to make you feel like you're not good enough, right? Like you're not, not who I want to be with. Like, you know, all these things, like that's the last thing I want. And you know, this, we talk about this. Like, that's one thing I'll tell you guys, you know, as embarrassing as things that happen, we talk about it because we know, and I sit there And I'll bring it up and I'll talk about it because I don't want my wife to feel like there's one, that there's something going on 
And two, that I don't find her attractive, that she's not, you know, quote unquote, the, you know, the girl or whatever it is, right? All those things. I don't find her sexy, all these things, which is all untrue, but I have to make sure that I I need to talk to you about it. And I need to actually say like, this is what's happening. And I don't know, like, I don't, I I literally don't know why, like, why all of a sudden is this coming up? Why all of a sudden is this an issue? And the only thing I could think of is just, it's, it's just shame reeling its head again. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because it's like something that I was actually like, people have actually asked us about is, you know, I think it's, it's part of that, but I think, I think it's more of this aspect of we have like just dove head first, not only into our own story and kind Mm -hmm. of all of the, you know, little ins and outs of, you know, what brought us here. And you've had to like stare in the face repeatedly over and over. But then also it's not just our own story. We Mm -hmm. are in other people's stories every day. Yeah. The worst parts of everyone's story. And that's what we do. We're passionate about it because we know what it means. But that there's a very true reality in there that, you know, you do, get involved with people's lives and Mm -hmm. it it means i don't know you're staring into a lot of people's junk and pain and shame and i think it it has an impact on your own psyche even if you're not necessarily necessarily thinking about it Uh, for sure it does and it's I don't know. I'm, I'm almost, I would say I'm at a loss for words, but I know I'm just going to keep talking. So, <laughs> so I'm not that at a loss for words, but it is almost, it, it does almost make me, it for sure makes me trip up on, on how to explain things. Cause I don't know. I usually know, like, you know, I've, I, I don't have, I would not say I have triggers or I have many triggers, right? I would, I, it's very rarely, that something like makes me, you know, or like a flashback or anything like that. And I've been in, in some situations where I've had, you know, uh, nothing sinful or anything like that. And then like fast forward to a few days later and I, you know, something, you know, happens and I immediately go straight back to that, that time. And then I just kind of shake it off and I'm like, what was, you know, that's weird. So I do, I do know those things and that's not, what's happened in, in, you know, with me specifically with our, like our sex life, Mm -hmm. right? It's phenomenal, like phenomenal. It takes work, like anything in a marriage, like this, this, this piece of it does take a lot of work. And, and, you know, as much as I've told people like, pray about everything, pray about everything. Like I've started praying about our sex life. Not because it's horrible, but also because what I've been dealing with, like just getting in my own head about nonsense. Right. And I do, it is that taking captive every thought, but at the same time, you do feel lost sometimes because it's like, what thought, what thought, like, why am I in my head now? What's going on? Like, why, why am I struggling with this? What is the deal? Like all these things like that, then I get in my own head thinking about that. And so I'm sure it's like, it's Welcome it's, to my mind. <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> I'm sure that it's very close, <laughs> very close to what a 
female mind is like. Maybe you need to get yourself a little person up there. Yeah. I need seven little people. (laughs) They can be dancing around. What is, I don't even know what song that is. Um, you know, and, and I think the good thing about all this is, you know, when, you know, go back to when I was, you know, putting God for Well, I still put God first, but going back to when I was doing that switch and I was switching my mindset and trying to shift my focus and all those things, you were there. I wasn't doing it alone, but at the same time, I felt like I was alone, if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. it was my thing I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Right? And I couldn't do it for you. Yeah. Now, it's like, I this this is not my thing. This is our thing. Like, this affects, then it affected both of us, for sure. But it wasn't something that you can hold my hand and, and walk me through. This isn't something you can hold my hand and walk me through. I don't, that sounds kind of weird. Anyway. I was waiting for that to go another direction. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> wow. Nope. <laughs> no, but you're, you reassure me, you know, and that, and I need that because again, guys that are listening to this, the last thing you want to do, if you've been in our situation as a husband and wife and you've gone through the muck and you've come out on the other side and the miracle, right? The, all these things, like all these things that happen, you just take this and you're like, man, okay, we're going to run with it and we're going to build it. Like God wants us to build it and it's going to be amazing. And the last thing you want to do is make your wife feel like she's doing something wrong. Make your wife feel like she's not good enough again. Like, like all those things that she felt when you walked out, I don't want her to ever feel like that again. So for Lisa to say, you know, for me to talk about it and Lisa say like, it's, it's okay. I know that it's not me. Like that is huge, huge. Again, when I was first doing all this and changing my mindset, there was nothing Lisa could tell me that would help me necessarily like, Oh, okay. I'm doing good. You know, I didn't need pat on the back. I didn't need any of that. I just needed to focus and and put God first and and you know push me to that level, right? And you supported me through that, but it wasn't like necessarily verbally, mm-hmm. right? It was just we're building marriage again. Mm-hmm. This is a verbal thing where it's like, no, I like I need you to know it's not you. It's not you at all. I love you. Uh, you know this, you know, and I, this is the things that go through my head. I'm like, she knows this. <laughs> she knows all of this. But then for her to say, like, I, kn- I do know, like, it's okay. Like, I get it, right? Like, you're dealing with some stuff. I understand that. That, man, that is a fresh of breath. A breath of fresh air. We needed a laugh right then. So. We did, and yeah, I mean that was that that though is that that sigh of relief where it's like okay, you know. And then how am I the rest of the day? Even though you say that, you're you're down on yourself. Yeah, I say the rest of the day as as if it happens, you know, morning time. <laughs> okay, right? but yeah, I am down on myself, and it sucks, and it sucks bad. And I try to dig myself back out, but I can't. 
you know, and so in that sense, taking the thoughts captive, we, I understand how hard it is mm-hmm. when you're under temptation, you know, pornography, drinking, if it's drinking, right. All these things, like all these other temptations, you know, looking at other women, lusting over other women, all those, those temptations, I get that they're temptations, but at the same time, I'm like, you can take those thoughts captive and here's the way to do it. You need to put God first. You need to memorize some scripture. I'm not telling you, you go get help. Yeah, go get help. I'm not telling you to drop down, do 20 push ups, and then you're going to feel better. I'm not telling you to go run a mile and get it out of your system. Nothing like that. Cause that temptation is always going to come back. What I'm telling you is you put God first, get in the word. It says in the word, he says himself, Jesus is like, I will never give you, I'll always give you a way out mm-hmm. of temptation, right? There'll always be a way out. You will be tempted. Nothing new under the sun. Man's been tempted since day one, mm-hmm. right? You'll never get tempted or you'll never, you'll always have a way out of that temptation. Right? Whether you take it. Whether you take it, that's up to you. But that's what I'm saying. Like get in that mm-hmm. word, mm-hmm. memorize those scriptures, get someone you can contact. That's not your spouse, those things. So for me, that aspect of taking your, your thoughts captive is very, I'm not going to say easy, but it's very straightforward. You made it part of who you are. Yeah. You want to do this, then you do this, mm-hmm. right? Dude that comes up to me, man, I'm still struggling with porn. Well, what did I tell you last time we talked? I said, you need to do this and you need to do this. And then I give out resources all the time. We talked about it last episode, mm-hmm. you know, but you need to do these things. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you doing those things? Oh, no. Nah. Well, that, that's, that's where you're at. Yeah. You want to do the same thing? Keep doing the same thing. You want to change? Then do these things. I'm, I'm helping you, right? I can't, I can't make you do it. I'm helping you in the direction. I'm showing you direction to go, right? So I have empathy because I've been there, but at the same time, I don't have empathy because I've been there. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. I it have does. empathy because I know the struggle, but I don't have empathy because if you just suck it up, dude, like you can get through this. If you just heed these words, they're not my words. <laughs> they're experience that God's given me, right? Just heed these words and you can do it. So I, I have like, you know, a balance of empathy on, on that side. Getting into this realm, I have no idea, right? This is a whole nother taking thought captive type of deal because it's not images in my head. It's not, it's regret, you know, it's, it's, it's shame. It's, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's not these things that are popping in my, like flashbacks. It's not flashbacks. It's literally just like, just that, I guess, just regret, shame, embarrassment, um, you know, feeling like, how could I have? Right. Why did I, you know, those, those questions, maybe it's tough because there's, there's, you know, there's places, there's places here in El Paso because we didn't live here when I, when I was going through all this, right. We didn't live in Texas, but I would, I'd come down here, right. There's places here that I'll see him and I'll be like, you know, it's not something where, well, one, it's not places I frequent, Right. But you drive by, you see different places. It's not places I frequent at all or we frequent or anything like that by no means. 
and it's not something that I look at and I'm like, oh, remember that time? No, it is that uh, memory, right? Like, and, and bad memory and shame and regret and all that. And then I throw it away, right? So I guess that's the way I take that. I don't know. I don't think that's healthy, everyone. But I just kind of throw that away. Well, but don't because, you think that is like that taking thought captive aspect of it? No, and I, I think it is. I just don't want to, I don't know if that's the correct way, right? But that uh, that is taking a thought captive. And I will say this. I don't know if Lisa ever knows when that happens. Not because I'm keeping a secret from her, but because why? Right? Just think about it. You know, I'm not telling you, I'm going to tell everyone to think about it. She's looking <laughs> well, at me like, vice, what do you mean? And think vice about versa. It? I mean, I think here's the deal is like, even with that aspect of moving forward, um, we have to have the tough conversations. Absolutely. 100%. And we're not avoiding them. No. We're also not purposefully wounding one another. Mm-mm. And so I think there is a, a, def, a definitive line of knowing when those conversations need to happen yeah. and when we have to have that ownership of knowing that God does call us to lean into mm-hmm. him in a lot of our, our healing as well. And that he does also bring other people and other resources into our oh, lives absolutely. to help us with that too, because there's a period of time where, I mean, we've spent a lot, a lot of time in healing so that we mm-hmm. know we're on the same team now. No, we know, know where we're both going. I know. And there was a time where we didn't know that. Mm-mm. And so every time you were wounded, you pulled me in there with you. Mm-hmm. And every time I was, I was doing the same for you. Yeah. And, you know, the ideal is, is that you do get to a place of that. Not that you never fall down into those same traps, but that you can be equipped to pull the other person out. Well, you're in a healthier spot. Right, we know we're for each other, and I get that. I hundred percent know that. That doesn't mean it doesn't affect me, mm-hmm. right? But I don't. I'm not keeping secrets. If if we passed by somewhere and Lisa was like, asked me a question about it, I'm not going to sit there and lie, mm-hmm. right, at all. But also, I understand that, you know, drive by a place, you know, glance over, see it, and I'm just like, I just in my head, I'm just like, you know, just. That's the only way I did the is the only thing I can describe it. And then that's it. It's over. You know, it's not something I dwell on or anything like that. <clears throat> or it's not something that I'm like, well, let me make new memories and maybe I should maybe I should take Lisa there and let's make new memories. I don't never think of that because that's a life I don't want. Mm-hmm. I should have never have been living. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want to live it. One, it's it's just not you know, if you're a Christian and you look like the world, then there's something wrong, right? That's that's the bottom line. So you can say you're you can say I'm a Christian. You go out to the club, you go out to the bar, you're hanging out late at night, you're doing all these things. Like, why would someone that's not a Christian want to be a Christian if they see you and they're like, well, the only thing, the only difference we have is Sunday. Mm. Sunday I sleep in. You go to church. That's the only difference I see because throughout the week, I see you in the same spots I'm at, mm-hmm. doing the same thing I'm doing, right? So if, you're, if you say you're a Christian and you still look like the world, you need to check yourself because you're not. 
Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not who you say you are. You're, you're still wrestling with who you say you are, even though you might not be thinking about that, right? You are. So I don't want to, you know, cause there's some guys that are like, well, you know, we're getting our life back together. You know, that I did, that was a fun time though back there. So maybe I can, you know, drag dabble a little, maybe I could drag my wife over there. Right. Maybe we can go to that club. Cause that was fun. Then maybe I could live the same life, but now it's just with my wife. So everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing, man? Right. You're not, that's not healthy. Mm-mm. That's not healthy at all. Like, are you, why would you want to go back to where you did everything wrong? Right? Why would you want to go back to where you cheated on your wife, where you walked out on your family? Why would you want to go back to those things to make new memories with when, one, you should have never been there to make old memories? It should have always been with your wife, should have always been doing these things, right? So I, I would tell people, don't ever, and I've never had this question pop up, but I would say, don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to substitute. I'm not going to try to replace some memory at at some place because my wife and I are healthy now and we've moved on. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like there's God's have so many better things for us. Amen. And and it's been that. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. Like guys, I'm not trying to brag like our life, our bedroom life. Come on. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. it's been great. Yeah. It's God's been re- God's restored and so not much. just restored like better than I could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. It's been phenomenal. And then all this stuff comes up. And so it is tough. It's tough. I didn't know, like, I I had no idea I was going to talk about this. I do feel like it's this aspect, too, of, like, God always teaching us something. You know, and even that aspect of, like, taking thoughts captive and, mm-hmm. and having empathy and, like, walking through something that it's, like, you know, this idea, even how the enemy likes to work, right, which is, like, please keep staring at, the shame. Please carry this. Yeah. Please carry this regret. And even when you've laid it down, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean he stops trying to get you to pick no, it back up. Absolutely not. And and listen, we've man, we've walked with other couples that have strengthened their relationship and they have this, you know, gung ho. Right? Not just to build a relationship, but they're like, I know another couple. Mm-hmm. We need to go like you know, we need to get in there and help them. And I'm all for it. I'm like, man, waving the flag. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, man, I don't know if you're there yet. Be ready. I don't know if you're there yet. And listen, this is not a bragging no. <laughs> episode by any means. Because there's so much that I still feel that God has is preparing us for. Absolutely. And that we're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. right? But where we're at now you know, from where we were, I think we are qualified enough to say like, you know, we've walked through enough and healed enough, right? And we, I don't want to say healed enough because we have healing. Mm-hmm. We, we walk in victory all day. So I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like God just gave us enough healing to get on, you know, nothing like that. Absolutely not. No, we are healed. We still have areas that we're healing though. Right, things that come up and and areas that we're trying to work on ourselves in, just like I talked about earlier in this episode, right? Mm -hmm. But we are qualified now, sadly, Mm -hmm. to to 
help other couples. And we've seen amazing things happen and we've seen sucky things happen. And, and I think that you're a hundred percent right. It's my shame's gone. It's, it's gone for sure. We've, we've had whole episodes where I've talked about this on other podcasts mm-hmm. that I've been guests on. We've literally talked about this for sure. I believe it's gone, but you're so right. It's like, man, you get to one spiritual warfare is a hundred percent real. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. Like a hundred percent real. And you start getting to these levels and you see levels. It's not like we're leveling up, but, <laughs> but you know, are you, but are you, what? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Cause there's no Christian. Listen, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get any crazy DMS. All right. There's no Christian leveling up. Nope. Nothing like that. <laughs> like nothing. Calm down. Yeah, Calm down. <laughs> you know, you don't have to throw the Bible at me. Um, but you, you push further and further for Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. You p- keep pushing, 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 pushing. And then there's a, there's a point where it's like, you know, like me, there's a point where all of a sudden everything that's been great is, it's still great. But now, and now there's like an asterisk and I'm like, what is the, what in the, what's the, I've literally been by myself. Like, what's my problem? <laughs> what's my problem like all the things really you said something this morning i don't know if you noticed i pulled out my phone probably not and because uh, i thought it was so good and mm. i wanted to bring it up to mm. today i didn't know how this was all gonna roll down but um i just thought it was so good that i wanted to write it down because you were talking specifically in an area in your job and this aspect of what you do in your job but you said once you gain ground don't give it back and I was like, there you go. That's what it all is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And so the, I mean, I'm not going to get in my job right now, but, but what that means for those of you that are trying to figure out, you know, <sighs> And and there's an there's environments that you're in uh, when dealing with opposition, right? And if you can take, you know, ten steps forward. Once you take those ten steps forward, there's a line now. You drew the line, and you're like, I'm not. Don't go back. I can't. I can't go back. Going back would be could end up being failure. And it so gives I, the enemy more ground. Yeah. So once you take ground, right, it's, it's. I mean, it's probably in the Art of War book that I've never read. Right? <laughs> but once you take ground, you don't give it up because of that. Because, okay, I, I took this from the enemy. I'm going to take more. But right now I took this. I can't, we're not backing down now. Whatever happens right here, it's going down like we can't we're we're our option is not to go back and yeah so i i 100 percent know you said it well clearly (laughs) but i I think it's a powerful healing statement like the aspect of that mindset and and spiritual warfare and all these things is once you gain ground don't give it back Mm. it's 
you fight there. You fight no. for that ground. You fight to move forward. And one other thing I just wanted to mention, because I think this comes up all the time too, is like, mm. it's okay to start laughing again. Oh, yeah. And I do think that that is a huge part of like mm -hmm. just mindset. And I think a huge part of our mindset, even in this and even in like these serious sides of things where we're just like, it's, there's heavy things, but to be yeah. able to like have joy and laughter in the middle of that, even in on this episode, you know, like serious mm -hmm. things. And then we uh, can still laugh. It's okay. You can yeah. give yourself permission to laugh even in the serious. It's Okay. Yeah, it's I I always want to tell people when they ask us, you know, when they're struggling, like when is it okay to laugh? You can you when we've worked with couples, you can see it, you can feel it. Yeah, like they don't know if they could laugh, and then I try to always, you know, of course, break the ice or something, you know, with something try to make them laugh. I'm not a comedian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just let everyone know, <laughs> but um, no, I it's. It's like being at a funeral, right? It's like grieving. It's being at a funeral where you are close to that person, right? And you, you, um, you're sad, right? You're going to miss this person for the rest of your life. You know, you don't get to call them. You don't get to do these things. But at the same time, like, man, I'll tell you, at my funeral, I want people laughing. I do. I want people laughing. I want, I get, hey, it's on. It's on the this episode, right? <laughs> Listen, you have permission to laugh at me, at my expense, all the stories, all those things, anytime really, but at my funeral, for sure. I want people to laugh. So give yourself permission to laugh. It doesn't take away what's happened. From it doesn't take away the, the seriousness of what's going on. It doesn't take away knowing that you need to do all these other things. It doesn't take any of that away, but it does heal. It does help heal. Yeah. I think God's given us that to help heal. So I think to sum this up, man, one, I didn't know I was going to be talking about our sex life on <laughs> taking thoughts captive. Cause those dots I don't take yet. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, I think to sum this up is, you know, people, everyone wants, a, a, you know, steps to take to, to, to heal mentally, right? In this area, to, to get away from, you know, the stock keeps creeping on head. What do I do? These things, you know, I'm, I'm giving you some steps, you know, put, one thing you probably hear on every single episode we say, but I, that's how important it is. And I'll say it on every episode if I need to say it, but you need to put God first, not put God first and also put X first. And this is really first. You need, need to put God first. You have to, it's not an option. If you're living, if you're walking this life, you need to put God first. That's what you got to do. You need to get in the word. You need to memorize scripture. I don't care if it's tough for you. I don't care if you got <laughs> ADHD or whatever it is. I don't care what it is. You need to memorize scripture. You should be memorizing scripture. I don't care if it's John 3.16 and that's all you know. You better memorize it. Like you need to memorize scripture. Get into it. Make these verses your own 
in the sense of like, this means like God spoke to me through this verse. Mm. So I'm going to take it and I'm going to understand it. I want to know everything about it and I'm going to memorize it. And I'm going to use it. And I'm going to use it. Right. Like that is, that's what it's all about. Those two things, those are monstrous steps to take thoughts captive. Absolutely. But the big thing I want to tell people is it's not, it's, <laughs> this isn't to, I guess, to discourage people, but me as an example, you know, it's been 12 years since all of our stuff, right? And I'm still taking thoughts captive because of something I did 12 years ago. So it's never ending in that sense, I think. And I think it's like the reality of, and like you said, not to discourage because this is the reality for anyone. Mm -hmm. Even if you haven't gone through, you know, a crazy betrayal in your marriage, there's aspects of our life that every one of us wishes we would never have done. Oh yeah, mistakes, mistakes, whatever steps, it may be. relationships, conversations, and they you creep know, back up. And, and they I creep know back up this and happens. The enemy uses that. Yeah, and 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 I say never ending, and really, I feel like it's ending on a dismal note. <laughs> and I don't mean for that to be the case because I'm not depressed and I'm not down on myself at all. It's just a thing I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Like I intentionally need to take these thoughts captive, take these thoughts captive, walk in victory and continue doing what I'm doing. Hold the line. And I have to do that. I've taken the ground. I can't give it back up. So I have to do that. And that's okay. I'm not saying this is like, what was me? I'm going to have to always, you know, this is just my life. No, I don't accept that. And I guess also on that note is, these things didn't ever happen to me until a few months ago, you know? And so it, it's not it's just another aspect of God. It's, I think it's things. healing. Yeah. I think it's a healing thing for sure. And it's, it's healing's not always fun. <laughs> no. To go through. No. You know, um, there's definitely growing pains and all that stuff. And so I think it's just a normal part of life. If, if you are it's a normal part of life if you're choosing to push yourself closer to Christ. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. I love it. <laughs> we already gave a challenge in the beginning. So we don't even have to do it we again? We don't even have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you just threw down like seven challenges too. So then, then people people know. For you know, each dude in you your head. Know what you For each little do. guy in your head, seven uh, challenges. <laughs> that's going to come back and bite me. I know it is. Oh, gosh. All right. We'll see you guys next week.